Hey, we are up in this thing. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. This is episode 20. Ooh, 20. Uh, it's your boy Dante Credo with my brothers from another. Craig Mack is in the building. How you doing, sir? Salute, sir. How you doing? And, and the classic man, Mr. Secret Agent Man himself, Big Isha Baz, is up in the joint with us. How you doing, sir? Assalamu alaikum, my brother. Alaikum <laughs> salam. Oh, man. So um, the world continues to have some crazy shit going on. But before we do that, you know, we got to do our wellness check. How's everyone doing? We 90% tonight. We're getting, that, we're getting that money over here. Stimmy done dropped. <laughs> exactly. We're getting, we're getting Biden dollars over here. Listen, you know that they, they're calling the money bag Joe on the internet. So <laughs> it's money bag Joe. When that 30% tax increase come together. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the thing where I'm just like, I love my people, but at the same time, I'll be like, come on, y'all. Y'all can't be this stupid. Like, y'all can't be this stupid. I mean, I, I I get it. It's like, oh no, we getting free money, so we think it's coming from from Joe Biden, but it's like, no. I, I just hope, and um, you know, it's, it, that's the best I can do right now. Just just a collective sigh, like, all right, money bag Joe. So all right, he gave you some money. So here's the thing I would like for y'all to do for those who's listening. That's uh, what I'm and, looking up right now, and pass this along. To your friends, just if you get a stimulus check, just please use it wisely. Like, don't just use it wisely. Invest in Bitcoin. I invest in just invest, especially in Bitcoin, because that's turning out to be it's 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 a game you definitely want to at least put some sort of ducats in. Um, exactly. But just just invest. If you got some debts, pay off your debts. You know, just because. They're going to find a way to get this money back. Let's just be honest. One way or another, they're going to get this money back. Um, and they've collected and, and created a, you know, a bunch of other different uh, stimulations and stuff like that to that will disqualify you from getting it. I, I didn't get, I didn't get the stimulus the first time we got it the second time, but we're not getting it this third time around either. So I, I don't are know exactly. You, are you not getting it? I don't, I don't know. From what I understand, from what we are assuming, is that we make too much money as a household. That's that's what I'm thinking. But however, nothing's I changed. Every so, American got it. Mm -mm. I, th I think I think this time, if you make over, is it? Uh, I think it's like a hundred thousand. Make over a hundred thousand dollars as a household. Uh, you also, know. So because you made six figures as a household, you can't you can't get a stimulus package. Uh, the, from wow. what I understand, yep. That's bullshit. So, so, but again, like the the second time, well, the first time they basically told us the same thing: we make too much money according to the criteria. But we ended up getting like fifty nine dollars, which was like, "Fuck is this?" So we got 50, we got fifty nine dollars the first time. Second time, we both got it, like as individuals, we we both got it. So it's like, okay, invest, pay off bills, pay off debts, and shit like that. But I, I guess they got smart. Like, uh-uh. Nah, them, them niggers don't get shit. No. So, <laughs> but uh, and apparently we don't get any this third time around. But it's it's all good. It's all good. But but for those who do, again, please just be smart with the money. 
You know, I don't don't put 30 inch rims on your uh Hyundai Honda Civic and shit like that. Just <laughs> yeah, keep that sonata in wraps. Exactly. Just 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 chill out, chill out and be smart with it. Uh invest in black business, find a black business to invest in to uh or just start doing business, just something, just there's so much. All right. Oh, but uh I, I don't even have the information here. But speaking of stimulus check, did y'all hear about the the crazy murder thing that happened? Uh, I think it was yesterday. What in, a dude uh, Indianapolis? A, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I'm, I'm gonna see if I could pull it up real quick. But basically, killed the the baby mama or and like the whole entire house over a stimulus check. And like, I don't, I don't understand these people, man. But it's it's. Let me see if I can find it right quick. They were going to die regardless. They just needed a reason. Yeah. But it's... I I don't understand these people. But, all right. Including one child during an argument over a $1,400 stimulus payment. We're told 25-year-old Malik Halfacre got into an argument with the mother of his child, Jean Trias Moore, about splitting her $1,400 check with him 50-50. She said no, and the next day, Half Acre reportedly stormed into Moore's home demanding his cut. A family member stepped in and tried to stop him. That's when Half Acre allegedly pulled out a gun and started shooting. Four people were shot and killed, including Moore's seven-year-old daughter. Moore is hurt, but she survived the shooting. Half Acre grabbed the couple's baby and left, but he was later arrested after a four-hour standoff with police. Like, I don't, I don't understand people. I don't understand people, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any words. I don't have any words because I, I here, here's what I'm feeling right now. When I look at this story, I feel like I spend a lot of time going back and forth, having these conversations, having these debates, you know, with, um, you know, with white people, mainly, you know, right wing people about race and, you know, reparations and uh, systemic racism, American history and all these type of things, you know, uh, taking a bro, a pro black stance, you know, so I'm being labeled, you know, a, uh, you know, a black nationalist and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I am pro-black, but um, a nationalist, and I don't think that we're superior or inferior to anybody. I just want what's rightfully ours and to have our own autonomy, economy, and things of that nature. But then I turn around, and then I see things like this. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm fighting a battle on both fronts, if that makes sense. Like, am I making sense? Oh, no, you're, you're definitely making sense. It's... it's we want we want to scream we want to scream Black Lives Matter, but then we do dumb shit like this. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, but then it's like, what would possess you over fourteen hundred dollars? I I understand, I understand the the world and the culture that we live in. I understand that you may be, I I can't even say you're living in poverty because if you got a gun, and just living in the area that you're living in. And you have these means of transportation, like 
you're not in poverty like that. But it's like, but over $1,400. And just from the looks of it, it's like, I just have a strong idea of what you would use half that money that you believe is yours for. So, but to the point where, because you don't get $700 because you're demanding half, that it justifies you killing five people, including your daughter, including your daughter, while kidnapping the baby. I believe there was two kids, but killed the seven-year-old daughter and then takes the baby. And so then it's like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Can I step out on the limb? Yeah, what's, what's up? So I think what we're really seeing here is mental instability. I, I think that's the core problem we're seeing here. Um, possibly some anger management problems, self-confidence problems, something something other than he had an argument over $1,400. First of all, it's your baby mama. She got the money. So, so even all you can do in that situation is only ask. You can't make her give you half. I mean, I mean, I guess you can go shoot her, but that doesn't sound like a logical response to me. So I think we got some mental problems going on here. I'm going to play the devil's advocate. <laughs> Just uh -huh. like with some white situations when white people do this, it ain't no damn mental illness. You just done that shit because you're stupid. Because you, you stupid. Like you got to a fight with your baby mama. She told your ass no. Then you like, well, I'm gonna show your ass. I'm gonna get my seven hundred. Mm -hmm. So what ended up being directed towards her, you ended up taking out on everybody else in the house. Now you're gonna sit in that jail cell and be like, damn, I did all this for fourteen hundred dollars. Then when Big Joe Greenback is fuck you in your ass, mm -hmm. and you're gonna sit there and think about it even more. I killed my daughter over fourteen hundred dollars. You're gonna feel and realize real quick how stupid you were. Well, I, I I just can't. I I. Come on, Craig. I gotta. Like, I, I hate that. Like, just fuck that mental illness shit. Some people know exactly what the fuck they're doing. I'm not that, saying he's not responsible <laughs> for his action. Don't, don't, please, don't think that I'm saying he's incompetent. You can't hide behind mental illness with that, neither, Craig. What I'm saying is, when, when, when we bypass mental illness, when we, when we say depression, anxiety, anger management, these things are fake, bipolar disorder. Oh, that's not the, that's not the cause. What we're doing is we're bypassing what creates these situations. It's not just stupidity and bad decision making. There's you don't other think factors so? too. Okay, we want to talk about mental illness. How many people? I know a lot of mental ill people that won't go in there and kill their own child over fourteen hundred dollars. Again. I'm not saying the man ain't dumb as fuck. I'm not saying that. So I'm we just, can't. We not. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you because mental illness is totally. 100 percent mm -hmm. a cliche thing that we need to talk about in the black community right yes but in this situation right here he was a dumbass he did what he did well, and he's gonna have to pay for it i think you're picking and choosing when mental illness affects us and when it don't and i think in his situation when when they do the the investigation if if we really follow the story i story i guarantee you he has a history of mental illness. You know how many people have mental illnesses and they legally can't get a job and they get SSI, but they function just like everybody else? You know, wow. people suffer from post-traumatic wow. stress syndrome, women that suffer from, um, uh, what do you call it, after they have a baby? Postpartum uh, depression. Postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you may not you may not know how they feel because you've never felt it, but suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation, it is real if it's in somebody's head. I guarantee you, I almost guarantee you that he just did that off a of whim and he's feeling bad for it now. I'm pretty sure he's feeling like it didn't have to go that far. Right. I, I, well, guarantee, I guarantee now, you. At least now. And and here's where I can I can see <clears throat> both sides of the argument because I know just with the work that you do, Craig, I know you do deal with a lot of instances, especially in younger people, to where mental illness does become a factor, which a lot of times, especially I would say in his case, you know, is due to, due to the environment that you brought up in to where it creates different trauma points and trauma bonds and, and things of that nature to where, uh, honestly, it kind of throws you off because of just the environment you're raised in. I get that. I just don't want to put that on him. Because it just just looking at what happened, it just seemed like one, okay, you feel entitled to where you should get half of this stimulus money. Bingo. Entitled that your that your baby mama got. Your baby mama said no. So the Bingo. next day you so the no. next day you come over there and and you know you think you about the strong arm and like, oh I oh I'm getting my money. I'm coming strong armor. Your 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 manhood was checked because he your the cousin just reading more in it one of the cousins that was in the house basically put what for what they for what i read say he pushed them back and you know they just reiterated no you're not getting anything from here so basically what his uh motivation and what set him off was the fact that he felt like he was punked bingo where he felt like where he felt like you know I'm I'm not in control. I'm not the man. You know, just just basically an ego thing. His ego was checked. He was ego was checked. Oh, oh, you, you're not going to pump me, make me look like I, I, I ain't a pussy. I ain't a pussy. Nah, I'm about that. I'm with that. How many times have we ran into people? And let's just go ahead and keep it a bean. People in our community, especially when they in in the street culture in the streets, to where all they got they they live and die off of what pride and ego, and We've seen some of the most talented, smartest, brightest people in our community right out of Lido throw their lives away because of pride and ego, because they get involved in in street culture. They have no no structure, no no discipline, no guidance. And all they know is pride and ego. No, don't let nobody make you look like this or nobody make you look like that. So any situation every battle you're going to have to fight every battle you got to prove something you you angry at the world that's what i see when i look at this dude oh yeah like, i told that bitch if she didn't give it to me oh he was talking he talk big shit he yeah. was talking big shit to the police came so that's that's, that's what i'm saying you create like that, I agree that's what i see now, now i'm not saying that there is no mental illness issue possibly with that dude because yeah. i will say that just growing up in our community and like I said, just thinking of all the people that we know that grew up in Light Oak, just like us, they had, you know, we're either crazy athletic or just crazy smart and just had all this potential in the world, but the streets took them where they either dead or in jail right now or did they, and they did some stupid, like, I think that causes, you know, some sort of mental illness. Yeah, they I mentioned 
they mentioned, I could be wrong, and I'm going to look this up here in a bit, but uh, they mentioned that people, as far as in the street culture, in the black community, things of that nature, that yeah, there is a lot of like PTSD type exactly. symptoms that we have just growing up in just the environments that we grew up in. So, so I'm not going to say that's not him or he doesn't suffer from any of that. But at the end of the day, I think that the motivation is pride and ego. So that's, that's, that's just what I think. Like that's... I don't know. Well, it, it, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, we do have to hold people accountable. Um, I just think that when you look at his environment, his living conditions, his mentality, his education, when you factor all those things in, you get outcomes like this. Um, yeah. So I don't. But I don't know all the details either. So I, at the end of the day, he's responsible. He's a grown ass man. Uh, he's got to live with his decisions. So I. I don't know. I just. I don't know. It just it just pisses me off because it's like it's like how can you fight a war from from two fronts? Like how can you fight a war in front of you and behind you? Because you know we deal with stupid things like this, and, and that's why I just wondered because I was like, even when you're trying to deal with you know uh, trying to get true equality, trying to build up the black community and things of that nature where we talk about group economics. Yes, start doing business with the black people. Build up the economy uh, within your community and things of that nature. But then we still looking at each other like like it, like it, we're looking at each other like, like it's a lick, like it's an opportunity. I'm just going to take what you got because I don't got it instead of collectively working together to, to build up what we have. Here. So like who doesn't know American history at this point as far as what was done to your community? So why do you still perpetuate it? Like, why do you still get involved and do stupid shit like this? Over $1,400. Well, not even $1,400. He, he was demanding half, so over $700. You kill. So, Education is key. Uh, yeah. The lack of knowledge is what plagues our community. But to go... Like that, that I now one thing Curry did say that I totally agree with mental health needs to be talked about in the black community. Oh, yeah, now, that does need to be talked about. That's a fact. But what I'm gonna say is when you make a conscious decision to do something, because he made a conscious decision, I'm pretty sure when she said no, like Rappy said, Oh, she ain't gonna punk me, they must mm -hmm. not know what they fucking with. Yep. At that point, that's not no mental illness because you're rationally thinking about what you're about to do. In the court of law, they call that premeditated. That's premeditated. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, but like and that, that brings it back to my, I, I, like when you start talking about these instances like Columbine, the Colorado shooting, there's a pattern there. There's a pattern that's leading up to those situations. So I can I, I always understand. Now, my argument is I can understand you using mental illness for every time they do that. My argument comes to being like, why don't you shoot that to shoot their ass in the back? That's my argument when, right. when it comes to stuff like that. But I do know the badge of mental illness is warranted in those situations because you can look from it from a history like I understand what you're saying too Craig but mm -hmm. every time you go back and review those cases let's talk about like James Holmes who did the Colorado mass shooting at the Batman movie there was a history from a childhood 
a mental illness. Now, what I could agree with what you said, saying, Craig, is that there was some uh, mental illness that was undiagnosed that maybe there could have been some mental illness. But, but that, that goes back to, like, who, don't you get angry, Craig? Of course what, I get angry. So what, because, see, that's my problem with mental illness and psychology is because, to me, personally, in studying it, everyone has a mental illness. You do something. You if you do something in excess, that's a mental illness. Sure. So when so when does mental illness, you see what I'm saying by definition? So when does the badge of mental illness work, and when doesn't it not work? And of course, because even then, okay. Even, so even then, okay, so you're dealing with the like a slippery by, slope. I, I'll make this quick point. My bad, Greg. So so even then, that's a slippery slope in of itself because that's that also kind of steps into the realm of like, say education, you know, how these education. teachers think that the very moment something's off, then Ritalin or, Adderall or something like that. So then it's like, so, you know, in a lot of cases they found where people were just being misdiagnosed or just because they are a little rambunctious in class. Now you want to give them some drugs to shut them up. So then they're like, but that's not a mental illness. So, you know, that is a slippery slope to deal with and go ahead, Craig, my bad. I know I cut you off. So this argument right here is what science deals with when it comes to social studies or social sciences, right? Because mm -hmm. social sciences, political sciences, they don't have a black or white answer. They got a, a, a scale or a spectrum that mm -hmm. you kind of go by. So let's say somebody has anger management, right? We all have anger problems, right? Yeah. But your ability to control your anger that's based off your surroundings, your training, your education, trauma that you've dealt with in your life. Some people have actual anger problems. Like when I get angry, I'm still a rational person. I'm upset, but I'm in complete control of my thought process. Mm -hmm. When that thought process becomes blocked, you're no longer in control of how your anger is controlling you. So, and that's different. So I can't give you a number, but let's say, on an average person on a scale from one to one to ten, three is where most people are. This guy, he might be a seven. So when he gets into an altercation with someone and it gets heated, it ain't like he don't want to find a solution. He just can't see it. He can't think past the condition that he has. So does that make it right or wrong? No, I'm not telling you. That. I'm just saying when he gets in an argument, right. he's automatically on a seven where you, me, or someone else would be at a three. That's all I'm saying. That's true. And you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, now, I'm... is he still responsible for his actions all day, every day? Nobody taking that away. But mm -hmm. you can't you can't expect a person that can get to a state of being irrational or manic or whatever state they get to, mm -hmm. and and then looking like, oh well, he's 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 he just he just stupid. He's making us look bad. No, he's got a problem, but this was the result because he couldn't control the problem. Or nobody identified the problem. See, it's easy in hindsight to say, mm -hmm. well, he's just a bad seed or whatever. But I bet if you look at his track record, his medical records, his high school record, I bet you every time he got into an altercation at school, they kicked him out of school. Every time yeah. he moved in with somebody, he got, he got kicked out because it was too much. You're right. I, I, I definitely see your point. I definitely see your point. And uh, well, you know, who's I, not I, I see that point. Right. You know, he damn judge. He gonna they gonna see this nigga who was shooting somebody with fourteen hundred dollars. 
We don't get that. We don't get that. Yeah. We don't get that. Oh, yeah. let's yeah. go he, back to he was five years old and he did. Nah, they're going to be like. Because because that that will happen for the the the, the dude who shot up the theater. Yeah, that happened for him. Yeah. Why did he do that this? happened for Sandy Hook. That happened yeah. for, for those people. <laughs> it happened for those yeah, people. Yeah, I, I agree. For, for, for Malik. Just, just, just yeah. the name. Who, who, who are we looking yeah. at? Malik Jeff. Toss his ass in jail. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't well, even know I don't even need, okay, I don't even need a, to see why then the fact, Then the fact that he broke down and told him she wouldn't give me half her stimulus package, now he's a stupid nigga. He's going to get 25 yeah. just today. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what I, but that's the that's the line I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at somebody in a a, in a, on a on a one or two, right? Either they're a good person or a bad person, or we, we look at this person differently, then we look at that person differently. You automatically look at this guy as he's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Whereas the other guy, he had a condition. We are conditioned right. as a society to see people that way. You well, are a bad guy yeah. because of your actions. Even though we can prove that your actions were caused by mental illness, what we see first is what we predicate on what you did. Well, I, I I'm 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 gonna play devil's advocate on that because both guys were bad. As a, I think as a society, we have made it to where we look at the white guy, let's say what it is, mm -hmm. say what it is, and say, okay, well, you know, before we judge him, let's go see how he was raised. Oh, he was molested at five. He was, uh, you know, he he was torturing animals at ten. And yeah, he was filling on his teacher at fourteen. Now, as an adult, he was recluse. He didn't talk to nobody. He's very smart. He made straight A's in college, but he was a recluse. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, by the time he's twenty six, he goes shoot up a movie theater because mm -hmm. his girlfriend broke up with him, so he took it out on everybody else. So, oh no, First, how could this be? Yeah, how could this be? So we're going to give him life, but we're going to study him too. Mm. Versus Malik. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about Malik, Let me tell you about Malik. He's not going to get that consideration. Well, they both, like, but see, even, but you know what? Even the media this time, they did a good, because they didn't say black guy. But as yeah. soon as I read the fucking caption, God shoots girl, baby, baby's mother over $1,400. I knew this was, Nick was black. Yep. <laughs> so yep. I, I had already knew. I was like, damn. But you know what they're going to say to Malik? They're not going to worry about what the fuck. They're not even going to worry about if Malik was molested at five. They're going to say he went in there for a stimulus package because that's what these niggas do because they broke and they couldn't wait. They already living yeah, off of Yeah, because they he living off of us anyway. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. He has a baby mama, so he went in there threatening his baby mama because they're such thugs and big and bad. Well, you know what? We're going to clean the street. Now, now he done killed his daughter. Like, I mean, it's, it's no way you can spin this. It's no way you can spin this. They're both bad dudes, but like you said, it, it's not even the media no more. We're conditioned to see white men differently than we see black men and, in the and media. This, this, this pro it's just a propaganda of what We've yeah. been conditioned from from the media because from the the theater shooting or the school shooters, um, you know, all, all of that, you are innocent until proven guilty. Proven guilty, yeah. And you are looked at as in what happened that caused you to veer off course. Exactly. Because 
um, there was a documentary. I cannot remember it, and I should be a little bit better with retaining the information, but that they were looking at how the media portrayed one of those serial killers from back in the day. Um, and 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 just the, the verbiage that they used was like, you know, he was a blue-eyed angel, uh, you know, just loved his mother, you know, just painted as a good child that just made a bad decision. However, now, you don't you don't kill a thousand people. That's that's more right. that's, that's, that's not a bad do, decision. Uh, I think I think maybe it's one of them cult leaders. I'll I'll look it up and if I remember, I'll give that come back to that. No, but I, I agree. when I you agree. look at the Maliks of the world, you are automatically you are already you are guilty until proven innocent. Innocent. That's the other side of the coin. They're innocent to proven guilty, and then it's like, well, I know you're a good person. You just something just happened where you just made the wrong decision. On the other hand, you're already a criminal. You're already just this vagrant, a vagabond. You're just a blight on society, and you're what's keeping you know America and this country down because we have to take care of you and da 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 da. So when you do something, well, of course he would because that's just the type of person they are or the type of people they are. So hell, you, you can know, see that with the drug outrage, Craig. Yeah, crack, black, Eternal. even with the even with the war on drugs. Yeah, just say no. <laughs> Okay, so, but look at, yeah, look at yeah, but like these meth addicts, these meth addicts and heroin addicts, white, rough life. Let's get them some help. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's a sickness. Also, but crack smoking crack ain't a sickness. We we just mm-hmm. you, that, that's not a sickness. That's what we do in the ghetto. We we even, drink forties and smoke crack. Even though it has been well documented and proven that crack and illegal weapons was flooded into our communities by the government to pay for a war. Even though we know this, they do these things. And then they're like, well, you just got to have the self-determination and will to just work your way out of it. Yeah. And then be like, well, you know, we did these things to you, but it's your responsibility. It's black people. And I, and I say this all the time and I'll just keep saying it because people just still don't understand the concept. Black people, when it comes to descendants of slaves, it's just literally the government plopped us in a hole and then stands over the hole and then criticizes us for not being able to pull ourselves out of this hole. But at the same time, that brings the dichotomy of, well, of course, as Martin Luther King would say, it's a cruel jest to tell a bootless man to pull himself up by the bootstraps. But that's just the position they have us in. And the few people... The few people that manages to make it out that hole, they say, well, what's wrong with you black people? Look at him. They point to the Herschel Walkers. They point to the Ben Carlson's. Well, look at him. But it's like understanding that hard work and pulling yourself up by the bootstraps isn't all that's needed when it comes to success. Everybody works hard. The dude at McDonald's making fries, he works hard. The dude that's picking up trash on the side of the road, he works hard. The dude that's cutting grass, as well as the doctor when the search, like everybody works hard. We get that. But understand, when there is a system that, that is working against you, then it takes more than just working hard. And then the very few people that, you know, makes it through all the loopholes and gets to whatever p- particular position, then you want to plop them up. But... Uh, I can't remember that guy's name. I can't remember his name, but that's just that, man. So just, if you guys are here, please don't, 
like okay do be smart with your money people if you get your your stimulus check and don't fight over the money like don't fight over the money please. and then if he was any real type of man he would know like you made yourself look like a sucker really because you should have yeah. known you you should have yeah. known most if she's not gonna give you the money oh well <laughs> so you, you even that that's my thing like you are unless you were her got that type of relationship you knew what it was gonna be yeah like if you ain't got have you ever been able to go ask her for six seven hundred dollars even if you get that. that money like i i don't exactly I just, got, I just got the the sneaky suspicion that he just knew he was about to get him a ps5 that's exactly. all I feel like. I'm like I mean, knew. that fourteen hundred probably not even gonna go towards the kids. So I mean, no, it's what not. Made, what made you think that it was gonna go towards you? What made you think? No, it's like, not. Home, so, homegirl was about to get a last. She was about to get her. She had some titties done. She, she was about go, to get. What was gonna happen? But you wasn't getting that stuff. You wasn't gonna get no money. You should have known that before nah, you even asked. Nah, he wasn't getting shit. He was cut off. Exactly. He tried to. I don't understand. Like that, that he made he Craig is no way around it, Craig. He he's stupid, man. Like <laughs> that's not a mental illness. That's stupid. The mental illness part is stupid. Like that's that's what you call it. Like stupidity I, is a mental illness because it's a lack of knowledge. <laughs> I mean, you should know he like he bar- he knew what he done was wrong because he tried to hide for four hours. Right. He, he was so much coward. He either didn't take his life or he gave up. Mm-hmm. He gave up. He knew it was the end of the road. Yeah, he gave. He gave up. He gave up. But yeah, they say he hid in the attic for four hours. And so then, now you're doing life plus. He might get the death penalty, but nah, he they might not. Nah, well, well, I don't nah, know. Does, does, does Indianapolis have a death penalty? Yeah, I think most. Now, if he was in Texas, his ass is fried. Oh yeah, nah, nah. Yeah, he, Texas, he, he, he was dead he on the road. They would have yeah. injected his ass in the back of the car. It's like, nah, yeah, nigga, you so, don't, you don't I think he's gonna get life in Indy, so he'll 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 probably get 150 years without parole. Well, he killed everybody in the house, right? Yeah, kids yep. too. So that's a mass murder right there. Like <laughs> it like for fourteen hundred, like it it like the no, thing saying, people no, he, make he actually nah, nah, the um he the state of Indiana that. they do have uh the death penalty. Yeah, but see what they're gonna do is plead. Like, see that's that's the thing about the judicial system. It's yeah. money. It's always yeah. money, and it's all about convictions. As long as the DA get a conviction, she don't give a fuck if you get put to death or not. She gonna throw that. Okay, we'll give him life if he just go ahead and cop the guilty. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell you why they do that. Look at this case right here, right? Like you were talking about premeditated, right? So if you go after murder one, capital. You're gonna have to prove that he thought about this before he went over there, yeah. and that was his mindset. Because all that lawyer got to prove at that point is that motherfucker was crazy. He his shit was all messed up. His mind was gone. He wasn't in his right frame of mind. He wasn't able to make good decisions. And I know it sounds yeah. like this is a slam dunk, but it ain't. Yeah, especially when he gets to this. Go ahead, Randy. Now, just like especially once you get into that that court of law. And then you start, you know, making those that legal you know, hoop. You start playing, playing that. Yeah, you start playing that legal game. And but just like Craig said, you have to prove intent. You prove it was premeditated and it was planned. And this was his intent from this time and that time. You know, just you know. Well, you know, second degree murder carries the death penalty too, as well. 
You can get the death penalty for second degree murder. You don't have to prove intent on second degree murder. No. Or they, I think they can definitely get up for two. Get up for five counts and murder two and put the death penalty on the table. One yeah. thing, um, one thing I don't think they will do though, because I know that would take a lot of time. Uh, a lot of time and money, I'm sure they're not even going to try to put into a case like this. Yeah. So they'll probably offer him some lesser deal where he will plea down, get that conviction. You going to jail for a hundred years, and now for the and next no hundred years, problem. yeah. So now for the next hundred years, you got, you know, uh, a free, you got yourself a slave. So congratulations. So you you offered yourself up to be a slave by killing your entire family over seven hundred dollars. You know what, man? People, I always say this. People are like, well, what if it was you in that? If it, what if it was you in that situation? Like, I would deserve to die. Like, I don't. Yeah. Then, if if yeah, it's it's if by any reason if I would have done something like this, then yeah, I I deserve the exact same penalty. I, yeah, it, I, I believe. And that I I don't even want to get into that conversation because we were talking about that before we started. And Craig, yeah. we talked about it yesterday. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, like some shit I just, I'm not cool with. Like, mm-hmm. there's some stuff that people have done that I'm just not cool with. I can't. Yeah, man, like I like you know what I'm saying. Like, so, but one of those things of like, like even a crime of passion, like you know, like I understand love is a. I, I I'm very into ID channel, so me and my, we're always watching uh, Fatal Vows or mm-hmm. Killer Neighbor or something like that. And like, I, like it's like murder is just one of them things. Like, dude, it's final. Like, yep. You killed but your whole. Like, you're gonna have demons. You have, a, you have a psychological understanding of what murder is but murder suicide are human characteristics every society deals with it so there's there's no system where people don't hurt or kill other people there's just a reason of why they do it and why they don't do it mm-hmm. so there's always a reason now whether it's legal or illegal right or wrong those are, are what we're always debating. If somebody comes into your house right now and tries to assault you, you have the right to kill them. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. But we don't use the word kill. We use yeah. the word stop the threat, neutralize the threat. We change the, 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 wording. the, the, the wording to fit the scenario. But at the end of the day, you still took somebody's life. But we're all human. We're all light and dark. Yeah. We are, like Each one of us are capable of murder. Yeah, like each one of us, it, it just take what what what's it gonna take to trigger it? Where like somebody like me, you and me, you or Raffy, it might be able, it might be a lot to push us there, right? Where there's some people that that fantasize about it, so it like they got a hair trigger, like okay, like this is my chance, and some people get off on it. You see, see now I'm, you know what you're getting right back into, my brother. You get right back in the mental illnesses because we dictate what is a mental illness. And what is not? I give you a prime example. People that fantasize about murder and things like that, normal people, we say there's something wrong with them because most people don't think that way. Or uh, messing with children because the people that perk on little children, as a society, we say there's something wrong with you. 
But 50 years ago, it was nothing wrong with being with a 13-year-old girl. You could marry a 13-year-old girl at the age of 50, at, uh, at the age of 18. Now, today, a 13-year-old girl, we don't even consider that their, their mind's not even developed. Right. So society dictates what is healthy, what is sane, what is sick. It changes, it moves, it grows. So we're, you're right back on that scale that... Well, that's because that's because as a society, as you said, we evolve. I don't know if we evolve. No, we evolve because the the reason why you were asleep with a girl at those times when they're thirteen is because that's exactly when they become fertile, right? So they can have. Elvis Presley married a girl at thirteen years old. I'm not talking about Elvis Presley. I'm talking about Lewis married a girl at thirteen years old. I'm, I'm talking about during the Bible time quote unquote Bible time before and after up until the fifties. That's because that female is fertile fertile at the age of thirteen because by that time she should have had her first menstrual cycle. At that time she's able to bear children. And that takes me back to what I've always said when it comes to monogamy, marriage, and everything else. People say I'm crazy for saying it, but it's facts. We're not here to be monogamous. We're here to reproduce and make this earth fruitful and plentiful. Right. I I don't disagree with that. But as a society, we create rules. But But who created those rules? That's a European society. And that's what we're ruled by. If you go to Africa, anywhere else in the Middle East... We do, they did not live by those rules. The rules we live in America, by, in America are European socialist rules. And I it's, it's basically the, you know, it's, as they say, until the lion learns how to write, the story will always glorify the hunter. Exactly. The, the Europeans have, they, they have conquered. They went on this conquest. So they're the victors. So they create the rules. So right. you, you, now, once you let, honor, let me, now you create. Let me, rules let me finish to, this right here, correct? Because I, uh, I'm about to get on a roll on with this tangent because I've been talking to a lot. They don't, they not understanding when I say things. They're like, "Well, you want to be a no? I don't want. I'm telling you what we are here for. What this is what we were created for. Concubines in the Middle East wasn't wives. They didn't call them wives. They were called concubines. Those were the ones who bore children. And raised them. Mostly that most of them were midwives. You see what I'm saying? During every like, and that's is what what kills me is when we start talking about religion. They start talking about all these great guys that were in the Bible. They bring up David, Solomon, and all of this. And then I'll be like, Well, damn, if you if you're saying these guys are so good, but you don't like this, but did you know Solomon had five hundred wives? Did you know five hundred side chicks, bro? Did you not know that David David killed Bathsheba's husband, sent him to war so he could be killed so he could sleep with his wife Mm -hmm. and bore children? Yep. David, they say he was a man after God's own heart, but he was a snake-ass nigga for a moment. moment (laughs) But when the Europeans but when the Europeans got these transcripts, they were like, whoa. When the Roman church got, they was like, man, we can't teach this. We got to make these guys look like they're holier than thou. Mm-hmm. And so you start getting this whitewashed religion. Like I tell my mom all the time, she gets pissed. I'm like, well, here it is in your scripture. 
Mm-hmm. There, there it is in the scripture. It's just, it's just like you just got to look at it. Just, you just, just gotta look at it. Understand, like that's not to say do not be inspired because it's like ultimately, you know, there's like, well, you know, it just tells a story of how God is still able to use people despite being uh inherently evil and they do all these crazy things throughout their lives, but God was still able to use them. So, like, all right, I get that. I understand that. But at the, the same time, I think you still have to highlight and understand the mistakes these people made and the culture and society and they which they were living in at the time to understand like where they were like you said like uh like Solomon who had concubines who had you know, a whole bunch of side chicks which that's you a better man than me I'm barely hanging on with one and, exactly. then, so. and then you know so like David like I said David done did all this shit Peter people regard Peter you know just you know, such a prolific disciple of Jesus. And it's like, but before he got saved, he was literally running around killing Christians. Like, nah, yeah. you you know, this, this Jesus ain't around here. We rounding them up, killing them. Even while he was rolling with Jesus, so someone said something about Jesus and he took a sword to the dude's ear, cut his ear off. So I'm like, I, but it then, kills me. But, it kills, go ahead, Raffi. But I would just say this, and I, this is something I've always said a lot of times. It just is why, I, and I'll tell my little story, you know, some other time of why I left the church. But it's just American Christianity. It's not. It's not. not, not I, I want to say it's not for us because there, there is, um, there it's is not factual evidence to where yeah. you know Christianity was already in Africa before the Europeans came over in the trans uh, transatlantic slave trade. So Christianity was already in Africa before they came over. But I say the American Christianity is not the Christianity. The Christianity that we see in a lot of these churches uh, and the culture and religion of Christianity, it's just more like a personality trait. It's like something you would put on your Tinder profile. You know, to say so that's I, what that's, so you could you could relate to that like that's it's, that's a it's part just, of who you are. If honestly, a lot of people think that Christianity is America's religion or America's faith, so it's just more like, well, if I'm American, then I must be Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian, exactly. Then, and we're just like, you know, th- there is no official religion uh, in America or official faith, you know, depending on what side of that, that coin you want to uh, be on. But it's. It's more so than just a prop. American Christianity is more than it's, it's just a prop. It's just something exactly. to check off the list to say that you to to give yourself the appearance of you being a good person. But as as I always say, on top of that, American Christianity is not Christianity. Um, the most racist, bigoted people, prejudiced people in this country are Christians. So, you know, are American Christians. And that's a hill that I will fight and die on because it's like, according to scripture, like, for, for example, y'all remember a couple weeks ago when we talked about Herschel Walker and why he opposed reparations and he decided to take the, the Jesus route when he was like, well, my Jesus teaches togetherness. Uh, if I can't forgive my heavenly, if, if my heavenly father can uh, forgive me, why can't I forgive others? And he's that nature of uh, reparations will divide us, uh, you know, and all that bullshit. And I'm like, well, 
I, I don't understand. Like I haven't been to church in a while, but one thing that I do credit my family for, and like, and y'all know my family up and down, ministers, pastors, teachers, or whatever. So when they taught us, they taught us the Bible Bible. They taught us scripture. Like, nah, don't don't worry about how well this man is. And uh, on the seventh day, uh, you will do. Now, nah, don't don't focus on all that. That's that's theatrics. And don't focus on the, the Joel Osteen's types. Understand what's being written. Understand what's in the word. Understand the history of the Bible. So we study scripture, scripture. And I'm like, well, according to the actual Bible, Jesus said himself that I didn't come to bring togetherness. I, I, I came to bring division. I came to pit mother against daughter, father against son, brother against brother. Because if you are following my word and following my teachings, then you have to adopt a lifestyle that's called righteousness, holiness, consecration, which literally means set apart. So I'm like, so what, what Jesus are you talking about when he preaches togetherness? Jesus never taught togetherness. Never and, and, all, and all through the Bible, he talks about separating sheep from goats, wheat and tares, like all through the Bible, there's different parables and analogies of Jesus and people who follow him setting themselves apart, breaking themselves away. What togetherness are you talking about? And all throughout the Bible, it talks about the accountability and for, and you talked about it uh, when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, e, as far as the sins of the father, like the accountability, just because the person died doesn't mean that the accountability or the consequence dies with them, especially depending on if you're talking about what's being done towards the people. So I'm just like, there's so many contradictions against the actual, what actual scripture says to what you claim your religion is, Herschel Walker. So it's like, that's why I can't take you serious. That's why I just think you a fucking joke. So I'm like, they who got they Herschel Walker up here? They want, they want Christianity to have this like aura around it of like peace and tranquility. That's not what Christianity, well, I tell people that all the time. Like, if you go back and look at the Bible, Jesus, Jesus killed armies. It was like there was a lot of murder in the Bible. <laughs> like to this day, Christianity and Islam will. Man, it's, like, I don't even want to get into. It, I man. think the it's most just, violent. You know, when you get into, like I said, the scriptures, you talk about the wars that were fought and the lives that that will that that were taken and will be taken and this, that, and the third. The the only thing is, and like I said, it, it just American Christianity is basically just the religion or set of rules to support and to uphold a white supremacist structure. So exactly. we change the face of Jesus from a colored man to this white man with blonde hair and blue eyes. This is our moral mascot. And we are teaching peace, togetherness, love Together. your brother. It's why we can, you know, justify using that very same Bible of why slaves are okay, but tell those very same slaves, you must forgive in order to come to heaven. So just forgive us and then go about your merry way. Be well. So it's like, understand the way that America uses Christianity is just to uphold a white supremacist structure. So that's why a lot of these people, you know, Trumpers, and, and that's not to say Trumpers are evil, but people who truly believe that they are Christians, they they 
fall also in that bigoted, racist, prejudiced side of the table. Uh, while believing they are actually good people, and it's like, even if you were to follow this, it's like if if y'all were to follow the actual scriptures that is the Bible and Christianity, then y'all really wouldn't put your faith as much as you do into the political spectrum of man. So that so the Bible tells you stop putting your trust in man. But you know, if y'all notice, and just tell me if it's just me that when it comes to your average American who's proud, patriotic, you know, America first, this, that, and the third, they put more faith in their political affiliation than their actual faith in Jesus Christ. Is is, is that a wrong assessment? Or they, is, or they is, put all their faith is, in Trump. Is that wrong? Because, you know, we're told to put God first and everything else, you know, uh, everything else follows, but it's it's political party first. And the attributes of being aligned to this political party is, oh, and I follow this guy named Jesus, too. So well, that, that's starting to be what it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, no, I, I, I think it's been like that for a while. I think it's been like this for uh, I, I, I really don't want to put an amount of years to it, but I think it's it's been a while. It's been a good while. I, I would say, especially in the black community, in the black church, um, I think that changed to what it is now after the civil rights movement. I think after the civil rights movement, the the pillar that is the black church has definitely deteriorated and changed to where now it's just as much of a sideshow as the white church, you know, because it's it still teaches, you know, they still say it's togetherness and stuff like that, but, you know, they say the most segregated time uh, of the day in America is on a Sunday, you know? So, you know, how do we even get on this? But it's what we were talking about was social dynamics. Yeah, and I was just gonna say you can take any animal that's in in the world and it has some type of social dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take a pack of wild dogs. There's gonna be an alpha. There's gonna be a beta, and they set what the social dynamics are. And then you guys went on this tangent about how religion is oh. the social dynamics and who yeah. creates the social dynamics. Yeah, we yeah that, that was a hell of a of a tangent there, but hey, yeah, more more content. But which you are right, but I I still think that you know especially in in uh in quote unquote modern times, I think religion was a a major proponent to how that society or that social structure is uh is constructed. Like over in the Middle East, like it is socially accept, uh, accepted for like polygamy for a man to have multiple wives it's an open you know cool practice or whatever yeah. so it's just you know but but that is based on really it's not so much of you know you can just fuck as many women as you want it, it is based out of out of religion like it's a religious practice to have multiple wives in some parts of the middle east there so um but most, okay most of the time religion is what sets up your politics <laughs> that too that too, but that that is a super deep thing, and it's honestly something I want to give like actual uh, an actual topic too. So I'll put a I'll put a pin in that one. So here's here's another topic. Since we're talking about uh, Christianity and things of that nature, it's a perfect segue. See, that's why I love you guys. Um, recently, Kurt Franklin has been up in the news with um, some some very uh, fiery 
things that were that has happened between him and his son. So we're gonna take a look at this video. And we're gonna come right back. So Kurt Franklin has stomped his way onto some uh, mainstream media news with uh, some leaked audio of a heated conversation between him and his oldest son. Uh, the audio of the phone conversation was leaked by his son, uh, basically in an effort to expose the vitriol and, and bitterness uh, that is of Kurt Franklin. Up a piece of paper. Okay, if you think I'm ready to step under the like this. When your bitch ass starts to disrespect and disrespect and disrespect and get your skinny motherfucking ass back out the goddamn way before I put my foot in your ass because I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Shut the fuck up. I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. He just hung up the phone. I'll break your neck. Is that a threat? So, of course, after this has made his rounds, Kurt Franklin did respond with an apology. Many of you know I have an oldest son named Carrie Ann Franklin. In May, you'll be 33. For many years, we have had a toxic relationship with him as a family. We've tried for many years through counseling, through therapy, to try to rectify this private family matter. Recently, my son and I had an argument that he chose to record. I felt extremely disrespected in that conversation and I lost my temper. And I said words that are not appropriate. And I'm sincerely sorry to all of you. I sincerely apologize. I want you to know as a father that during that conversation, I called the family therapist and got that therapist on the phone to try to help. He never played that part of the recording. I'm not perfect. I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm trying to get it right. Please keep me and my family in your prayers. And was also uh, defended by his daughter. I'll go to war. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I just... There's always another side to the story. And... The... I'm sorry if somebody keeps on disrespecting me and, and spewing out falsely allegations that could ruin my reputation and like that. I will cuss them the hell out as well. Sorry. Um, I just think that as a grown person over the age of 30, <laughs> you just don't air out business. But I mean, if you want to air out, we can air out. Because you don't gaslight, you don't gaslight people and expect them to just be nice to you. And that's anybody, period. You don't don't gaslight people and then be mad when they when they respond. So now there is a, a interesting conversation of what's going on and the reaction of the Christian community as well as just regular people who just so happen to scroll across this on their Instagram or Twitter feeds. So Can I get first? Yeah, what's up, man? What, the what only you... thing that I'm truly upset about is the fact the man apologized. Why? Why would you apologize? <laughs> Listen, 
I was wondering the same thing. Because Kurt Franklin got an image to uphold. Yeah. That's the only reason. But to me, and this is just me, this is my personal belief. You said what you said because that's how you felt at the time. Mm-hmm. Why apologize for it? That's just mm-hmm. my thing. Like I, I get it. He's got this money empire thing. But when I heard that conversation, I didn't hear him belittling the man because like he was like agitated. No, he felt disrespected by his son. Mm-hmm. And he was letting his son know, hold on, I'm the father. You're not going to talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with that. First of all, I couldn't have done my daddy like that. Uh-huh. My son doesn't get to do me like that. Mm-hmm. So if y'all hear it or not, I don't give a damn how you feel about it. It gonna, If it happened, it happened. You got two choices. You can get out the way. You can get some too. That's kind of how Pretty I see much. it. And I just thought that was weak on him. I wouldn't apologize for nothing I said. Yeah, I said it. I ain't perfect. I'm a sinner. I'm not a saint. This is personal business. He decided to let you hear it. I did not. You can talk to him about it. I ain't got no more talking me. That's what I would have said. This it. Talk your shit, bro. That's, that's exactly your bad. Well, I I wouldn't apologize. Yeah, I mean, my, my son, no. If you want to put it out there, you gonna sound like a punk when you put it out there. Yeah, exactly. That's what you sound like. Cause I meant everything I fucking said, and you feel like you big enough to talk to me that fucking way. Uh-huh. We, we we gonna rearrange some. We're gonna rearrange some furniture and see if you really about that business. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm and not gonna apologize to you. And of course he's, he's not. No and I'm the same way. I wouldn't apologize for shit. No, no not at all. Because, no. because I would have doubled down. Right. Exactly. I would have doubled down because it's like, okay, I would have been like, okay, we've tried multiple times to work out our issues, but I'm not the source of our issues. So what would have happened was uh, just given more context. One, this dude is 33 years old. That's one. You a grown ass man. That's two. (laughs) And you coming across like a straight up bitch when your daddy said your bitch ass that was accurate that was very accurate because he tried to take this narrative of um uh, i'm trying to see I, I think i took screenshots of uh i can't find it but anyway he tried to take this narrative of trying to play the victim like oh his daddy was just such a mean and toxic person and uh, he just can't live with them anymore, and and you know he just he just needs to focus on himself and find peace and uh, all this type of shit. Okay, actually, I'm a I'm a I'm a fine. He made himself he made himself look worse than he made Kurt Franklin look. Yep, exactly. So he, he, here's the bullshit that that he tried. I'm I'm gonna share it on the screen right quick, and I'm gonna read it. Um, but it was. Dude, let me find it. I need to be better doing this shit. All right. So, I know you probably can't read it like that, but I'll read it. But this is the caption he put when he put it up on his Instagram. This is why I'm done. No father should speak to their children like this. If I have any issues, it's because of this type of treatment that I deal with behind closed doors. Hanging up in my face. No apology. No compassion. No effort. Stop telling me to go home to my family. I don't even know where they live. 
I don't even think I ever trust my father to be alone around him ever again. I didn't want to do this. I probably won't release the entire recording because it's too embarrassing that I'm even dealing with this. No matter what people think, I pray my dad deals with his deep hatred towards me. I don't feel safe around him at all. This recording is recent. It's not from 2018, just to clarify. I'm going to learn from these experiences, live my life in peace, and make beautiful art. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Yo, daddy handed your ass and you didn't like it. That's shut all it was. So, exactly. now, so now when the, the daughter came and uh, I didn't get those screenshots, but basically she's like, nah, this is all cap. Like, why are you playing the victim? It's like uh, your daddy talking about Kirk Franklin has given you uh, multiple opportunities. It's like, let's call it for what it is. So she, he responded like, you know, now nah, we shouldn't be fighting each other. We're brother, we're blood. And she's like, nah, let's call it for what it is. You are a privileged black boy who had the spoon in your mouth. Mm, and your exactly. daddy is giving you opportunities and opportunities after opportunities, but you've, you squandered and fucked them all up. Exactly. Now you don't have anything and your daddy is not helping you anymore. And now uh, she's, you know, dropping screenshots and stuff of all the stupid shit that he was doing, basically creating and starting these arguments and then playing the victim. So for for those who are familiar with, you know, dealing with narcissists and toxic people, we know what that's called. That's called reactive abuse. Mm-hmm. That's when, when you continue to deflect and gaslight and to act like your behavior doesn't deserve accountability, but continue to shift the blame on everybody else. So basically he's like, I, I, I deserve to have these opportunities because, because I'm your son. You exactly. should just give me these things regardless of how much I fucked them up, regardless of how much I squander them. You know, she mentioned how, you know, she basically that Kurt Franklin had to literally almost pay his way into uh, going into college, pull strings to get him into college. Then he flunked out of that. So it's just like everything he tried to set him up for success for, he fucked it up, but then still expect an entitlement uh, of some sort. But you done fucked up all your chances. So now you're going to have to be a man. You're 33 years old yeah. uh, and man up and, and do what you need to do as a man. All while, you know, Kurt Franklin said all the while we're still going through counseling. We having therapy and we're trying to fix this situation as a family because you know I'm, I'm the father. It's my responsibility to to and that's what sure my family's together. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Raffi. Uh-huh. That's one thing that that's one thing that this generation, even the females and people like that, forget. My son ain't got no damn options. Uh huh. He, he ain't got no options right now. The only option mm-hmm. he got is to do what the hell I say and hope that I'm making the right decision for him. Mm-hmm. Up to up until the point he no longer puts his head in my house. Mm-hmm. Now he had like I tell my son all right all the time you have two options, but actually mm-hmm. you got three: school, mm-hmm. military, or get the fuck out. Yep, them the only three you got. Yep. Well, now if I'm now if I'm feeling nice and let you stay here, then you gonna have to abide by my rules. Mm-hmm. You know, my mama always told me I be I I. I I don't know if people know my situation with my dad, but I, I, me and my dad got into it several times, but I knew what the consequences was of getting into it with my dad. I best be ready to back up. Mm-hmm. And trust me, when I came to him, I was I knew that I was going to have to move some furniture around with him. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But that's still my daddy, so I still show him the respect that he mm-hmm. deserved. 
But you, I think a lot of these kids today, and it's crazy to say it because this guy is 33, mm-hmm. is a sense of entitlement. Like you don't yeah. get it, you don't, you haven't earned nothing yet. Mm-hmm. Rather, like my mom used to tell me all the time, whether I'm right or wrong, I'm your mom. You're gonna do what the hell I say. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I did. I would go to my room, be like, damn, she don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Why, why would we do it like that? I never told it to her mm-hmm. because what my, my mama paid the bills and what she say went. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these right. kids feel like they're entitled. Like you don't have. You don't have no options with me. You you is yes right. or no. Like if you don't like if you don't like what I'm cooking, then don't eat it. <laughs> don't fucking eat it. Don't eat it. If you got enough money and you got your license, you can go get you something to eat. Mm-hmm. This is what we're having tonight. You know yep. what I'm saying? Now, if this you want something, feel free to yep. cook it. Feel free to cook it. So that's that. That's that sense of entitlement. Like now. And that's another thing. Like people say, well, you shouldn't do this. You should talk to them, and this, that, and the third, and this new psychological shit Craig's talking about. Because <laughs> new psychological shit. Like, nah, we're gonna do it the old way here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not as hard on my daughter because I mean, we gotta, we still gotta understand, man. Men and women are different. No matter what society is telling us, men and yeah. women are different. Hey. Yeah. And I need to raise my son to be strong enough to be the man of his house and take care of himself. That does that mean I dog? Does that mean I dog him and tell him that his 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 uh, opinion doesn't matter? I say you have the right to voice your opinion, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, what I say goes. Let me mm-hmm. let me say this because I come from a household where my daddy was the law. Uh-huh. That's it. it. That that. Though it is said, is that how it shall be? Mm-hmm. And there were times when he didn't say it to me nicely. He didn't feel mm-hmm. it was necessary to be nice. Nope. Because that would that would defute the point of what he was trying to make. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there was many a times I got cussed out. Many a time. Mm-hmm. But never would I have thought about airing it out for other people to hear. I would have been embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. Because my daddy, my daddy. He wouldn't have been upset. He wouldn't have been, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. He would have said, listen, I said what I said. If you don't like it, you can get it too. Yep. And my point, my thing would have been like, after, I wish Brandon would do some shit like that. Because after you <laughs> after you air it out, I'm going to beat your ass on purpose. Like, like, what the fuck? He, like, Kurt Franklin's son really, like, he, Kurt Frank, I, I know why he apologized, but he Definitely, definitely had no reason to. to. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't have, have to, to apologize because even still was like, you know, what well, I, I understand because you are yeah. known. Yeah, you, you are known to be, you know, a figurehead in the Christian community. So we get it exactly. This particular, you know, way that you are taught and are committed, you know, as far as the holiness, righteousness thing that you carry exactly. yourself and corrupt communication, you know, is is things that you you try to re- refrain from. But okay. But even said like, no, nah, I get it. From what I heard, I heard a conversation with two grown men, yeah, and mm-hmm. one trying to play the victim and trying to paint someone to be something that he's not. Listen to this, and this was like, okay, yeah, he got pissed off because you were disrespecting him, and he just flew off, lost his temper. Okay, what's what's next? But it's it's the it's the entitlement mm-hmm. that, that, as you say, that that gets me. It's like, 
Bro, who do you think you are? Yeah, who do you like, think you are? Who like, do you think you are? And, and then, but, but even still was like trying to play this this narrative of I just want to focus on peace and I just don't feel safe. And I was like, nah, women do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what women do. And it's a cultural difference. It's a cultural difference too, cause he sound real white when he said that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most like, black listen. people know one thing that black people will teach you. <laughs> if you don't know nothing else, there's two things they will teach you. What goes on in this house stays, stays in this house. In this house. <laughs> that's the first. That's like a golden fucking rule. That's the golden yeah, rule. House. Because it is. Now, now let, let's let, 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 let me make the quick disclaimer for for those SJWs. Now we're we're we are talking about just family matters of the home. We're not talking yeah. about abuse or any other crazy yeah, wild like shit. Yeah. We ain't talking yeah, about that. Like but we're talking about family matters, disputes, disagreements, opinions, this, that, the third, you know, normal shit. Yeah. What happens in this house stays, stays in, this house. in this house. So okay, go ahead. And then that's how black people talk too. Like Yeah. Like, like, that, you, that like, like, a that, conversation. yeah, like, that, see, that's what I'm talking about. That psychological shit, Kurt, you're talking about. Like, <laughs> Johnny, go sit down. Like, why are you upset? I don't give a fuck why Johnny's upset. <laughs> I really don't. I told him to go sit his ass the fuck down, and he didn't do it quick enough, so I slapped the shit out of him. I want to stand there to go sit the fuck down. Like, so I mean, I mean, I don't like that's a cultural difference. And yeah. I see that I see that a lot in my house. Like, like Brandon and Lexi don't have no. I laugh and joke, but they know when I they know when I mean business. Right, right. You know what I mean. You don't have and, no. I don't want this. Well, fuck it. Don't eat. And and then to, when and she to come the home, audience, like, yes, understand. She come home that. and be like, "Well, you haven't fed them, no?" Because I told them what I was having. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and it won't, so I guess you gotta fix them something. Like, I don't know what yeah. else you want to tell you. So, and, and, conversation and to the before. audience, again, but uh-huh. though, again, you know, I just got, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, but I gotta be sure for, for you SJWs who, who want to act stupid, like I normally yeah. do. No, we're not talking about abusing our children, yeah. but there is a, a, a matter of respect that we have to teach our children because if we do not, Y'all will be the same people that turn around and be like, "Well, where's the father?" Where's Y'all the parents? turn right around and be like, "Oh, yeah. well, where's the morals?" And da 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 da. And, and it starts in the home. But when we try to, you know, th- that's a whole different thing in and of itself. Especially when we talk about you know, quote unquote, spankings and shit like that. Like, oh, that, yeah. that's just abuse, and oh, you know, and all this type of dumbass, uh, you know. SJW social. Maybe if you would have if you would have whooped your kids a little bit more, they wouldn't have grown up to be mass murderers. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't want to have that. Damn, but the, the crazy thing about it, we I, I get a lot of that from from black people. Black people are, are now jumping on that that train. You know, oh, it was because, it was abuse, uh, and and oh no, nah, that's weak. You know, you 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 that insecure, and you that weak that you got to put your hand on 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 a uh, on a little child to do that. Like, nope. Nah, we ain't Bible speech. Oh, uh, so let's let's go back to Christianity when you select uh-huh. the, or you pick and choose when you want to be Christian because the Bible right. does say spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like it just it's understand a lot of these people are, are like y'all don't even have children because they're like now nah, here here's the thing because you know I, I just I uh I know exactly what you're saying e but you know just uh, honestly some yeah, people some people are just you know. Uh, uh, so some interpretation. All right. 
Well, hell, they, well, hell let, let's let's be honest. Hell, all the no, ones, no. Trust me, no, I'm I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm just going to here's no, what y'all need to understand when it comes to you know how how we were raised. Yeah. As far as a community, uh, long before you know before the deterioration started after the civil rights movement. Yeah. Um. There was a a a an understanding of who was what. Within the home, exactly. That you had your father, you had your mother. Their words were law. You were taught respect. You were taught self accountability. You were taught to understand and have the appreciation for the family. And that's what we do not have when it comes to discipline. It comes from a place of training because of, of course my parents talked to me of course when there was when it was time to talk he talked when it was time to have me or to help me understand something through, through talking and and these deep dives or whatever that you like to call it today yeah but there was also a time that no nah, if i told you three separate times to do something then you do it still then the ass whooping that will come was well warranted well Again, we're not talking about Abuse, and we do understand that there are instances of abusive parents to where they would, that where they would take out their frustrations of the world on their children. We ain't talking about that. Yeah, we're talking about from, and I will use my parents as an example. Um, the ultimate example for me personally, because yeah, that they had that great balance of being able to talk to me to understand things, but also beating my ass when. I stepped out of line. And you know, of course, you get a little older, you you feel a little, you know, a little braver, chest start to poke out a little bit. Yeah, definitely a few times Pops had to literally punch me back in line. Yeah. So, but you know, that's not you know traumatized. Oh my god, I'm so traumatized. I can't believe my dad did that to me. No, I know exactly what was happening. I tried him, he put me back in line, and then life went on. But exactly. it, it, so it, it's just exactly what, what he said. Listen. I, 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 I'm not going to try to do a deep dive of your feelings when the reason you're having your feelings now is because you're being disobedient and rebellious. So exactly. if you need to go sit the fuck down, but then you're trying me, then yeah, I'm going to make you sit the fuck down. Exactly. No, no, no. Then, okay, go ahead. Me, that's why men need to be in the home. Mm-hmm. And this is, that's what plagues the black community yep. is because you don't have strong men like they... We've seen mm-hmm. strong men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I tell right. my family all the time, if I got in trouble at Craig's house when Mr. Maddox was going to get on me, then I was going to get a whooping by my mama yep. and whoever else was around. So I knew yep. not to cut up. I was yep. just a rambunctious child, child and mischievous, so I received a lot of spankings, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But what I'm saying is, as a man that strong... It was figure, still a community. Yeah, it, We, we still had community. a community of men who, even though you aren't my child, you would be treated like my child. Exactly. Like, I hate to hear mothers say, I hate to hear black mothers say that single moms, well, I'm the mother and the father. You cannot be a father. Because every boy, no matter who he is, is going to try you because that's in a man's nature. Yeah. That, you, yeah strong, he, you get that invincibility. You're just you coming up, then you coming up as a man. See how much, you know, of how much power, so to speak, for lack of a better term, exactly. you cannot show around here. And every every kid is not going to have that 
wherewithal would be like, okay, my man, my mom works two or three jobs. I need to sort of help her out. Mm -hmm. Every kid ain't going to be like that because if you're in the dynamic of growing up in poverty, you're going to want to do what your friends are doing. Now Mm -hmm. your friends are becoming your father. You see what I'm saying? And then when he done jumped on your ass, you're going to wish you had a man in there to help you. That independent stuff gets you, that independent stuff only takes you so far. There is a quote that Denzel Washington said when it comes to um, the father in the home. Um, and I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, you know, he speaks to, you know, when we talk, when he was, they was asking him about racism and, and the systemic problem that's affecting the black community. Um, but then he mentioned something like, um, like if, if the father's not in the home, the streets will become the boy's father. Exactly. Uh, and then the 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 judge becomes the mother and the jail becomes the home. Something al- along that nature. But um, I know I butchered it. But the, the issue is, yeah, and that's what has uh, damn it, destroyed the black community because the lack of fatherhood. And, and that's not even fatherhood for their own offspring, but just fatherhood as a community. Just like I fucked up in school. Craig's pops saw that I was cutting up in school. Craig's pops was pulling me to the side. Then Craig's pops was telling my pops. So, yeah, imagine that day where, yeah. where, where Big Mr. Maddox is getting in my ass, pause, and then getting on the phone and calling my pops. Now, you, now I, I, I got him straight, but this is what's going on. But then I got to go home and deal with my pops. So it's like that community thing, you know. And so it's like, you know, I I, I really wonder, or I and really wish that we it could struck get fear that. You too, didn't you? It struck yeah, fear. Yeah. yeah, it struck fear. Like these Hell kids yeah. don't fear nothing these days. These kids fear. See, these kids don't have to fear nothing because they think everything is glorified mm-hmm. until they're in, until they're in that situation. Like I I was talking to someone else and like, you know, I listen to rap music. Do I, I think I think I think the rap I think rap now this is a big dichotomy and a catch twenty two. I think rap music has ruined the black community. I think that's a. I think a, well, I would say this, especially for someone who's who's been in it for a while. Well, I, I definitely I disagree say, with that. I won't, Why would I won't you do, say you rap music has destroyed the black community. I would say that these companies have co opted the black community the same like like they do with everything. Yeah. In Maybe regards to the black community, they've yeah. co-opted hip hop and started pushing messages that further perpetuate destroy the black community, correct? To destroy the black community. Because well, understand like the people uh, over these countries are not when I say countries, the people over these companies, they aren't black. They're white. And but but they have the say so of what song to put out right in the height of you know, the enlightenment, especially when hip hop was out, you had uh public enemy, fight the power, uh, yep. KRS one, those type of songs. And you know what they counted that with? And I'm just going to be honest, the gangster rap, Dr. Dre, exactly. niggas with attitude. Um, you know, that, that gangster rap that was right around the eighties, right when they just started, started pushing crack and stuff into the communities. But like, and then all of a sudden everything turned out to gangster rap, fuck bitches, get money, kill a nigga. Right, and that and that lasted for ten years, ten plus years. Then it moved on to you know 
baby mamas, just all of the messaging that, that you hear, it all happened like in phases. But, you know, of course, the even to this day, you know, I, I got to damn near scour the internet to find the Rhapsodies, the Royce to Five Nines, and, you know, like the, the conscious hip-hop artists who are dope as fuck, but you'll never hear them on the radio because they are rapping with messages and things that teaches and highlights you know how we can overcome and uh succeed as a community because you know it's it's not fun it's not fun and it doesn't make money sex and stuff sells so there's a reason why uh hell cardi b herself said well when i was trying to make music that had a message y'all wasn't listening to it but when i make wet ass pussy then everybody loves it so i'm gonna make that type of music so that's gonna make her money. That's of course, it's, gonna, it's gonna make her money, but ultimately it's gonna make that label money. money. It's gonna yeah, make exactly. that company, it's gonna make that head, the, the 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 head of the company money. And they are not black people, they are not black, and they've taken it. It's the, the same concept of Elvis Presley when they will go down to the juke joints in the black cities and neighborhoods literally steal those songs, take them back to Elvis Presley, and he sing those very same songs, but he makes the money from it. It's that same concept of, I'm going to take whatever you do well, corrupt it, spend it, make money, because this is a what? A capitalist country. So whatever you have, I'm going to capitalize and make money off of your culture, but then at the same time, uh, convey and, and spew a message that you're going to listen to, and then you eventually are going to perpetuate. So, you know, imagine if they just pushed the whole message talking about the messages of like KRS-One and the public enemies, you know, the fight to powers, you you know, these other artists that you never hear of that's talking about uh, equity and investing and, you know, giving back to your own community. If they were to spew the message like that, just on music alone, like, nah, but it doesn't make them the type of money, nor does it keep them in a state of dependency. So that's why Jay Z is able to make the music he's making now. Now, yes. Um, but you know, the, the main thing that that I find funny is they they always, especially when you come deal with like conservatives and republicans, when you speak Jay Z, they always talk about um he used to be a drug dealer, he used to be a drug dealer, he used to be a drug dealer. Yeah, yep. So what again? This is America. America is what. It like, you know, the, the the very same thing that y'all demonized them for, your sons and daughters are 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 making hella money on right now. Yep. So, but even still, it's like this is a, a capitalist society. You just mad because you know he didn't come up the way you thought he would come up, but he made he got himself out of that hole. So I'm I'm not advocating dealing drugs, but at the same time. You know, it's like. Well, you know, speaking I, about that, what's well, speaking about that though, and that's a that's another topic of discussion. I know we probably can't get into it tonight, yeah. but why is it okay for the white mobsters and drug dealers to be able to succeed and turn their corruption into million and multi million dollar companies, mm -hmm. but our black hood superheroes were broke, busted, and disgusted and did time in jail? Like you know but, what I'm saying? Like, just again un understand the perception of it. You know, 
white mobsters and gangsters and stuff. They were, for the most part, you know, as society goes, you know, that they, they aren't necessarily frowned upon and looked at with such disgust as, you know, our gangsters and, you know, in, in that regard. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's just the, the perception of it that, that, again, that, you know, well, you just had a rough time. And so you just had to make do and to provide for your family. But for the Jay-Z's of the world, then nah, you're just a criminal, uh, uh, a degenerate, and you deserve, uh, you know, you, you don't deserve what you have because you didn't get it the way that we, you know, uh, orchestrated you to, to have. So, you know, but, you know, it's just that whole white and black thing, but then you have those who kind of uh, bounce back and forth across lines in, in trying to get support of it, which is going right into another topic. Um, Stacy Dash... Brother, I'm out of time myself. I, I understand. So, you know, right now, Craig said, you know what? Fuck y'all niggas. Y- y'all That's done. not what I'm saying. <laughs> you say, let's save the Station Dash for this weekend. All right. We'll save the Station Dash. But there is something I want you to, to check out right now because th- this happened in, in the land of the red people. So we're going to skip Stacey Dash because she wants to go. She wants to uh, get her black card back. But let's check this one out right quick. Be right back here live after the It was just anthem. before tip-off in the high school girls basketball tournament near Tulsa, Oklahoma. But when members of the Norman High School team began to kneel, the announcers sounded off using racist and explicit language, not realizing they were speaking into hot mics. The announcers were not part of the school district, contracted by an outside group, which today announced an investigation. Norman School Superintendent Dr. Nick Milliorino met with the players today. But what was your first reaction when you saw that video? Uh, disgust and outrage. Um, and, and that hit me hard. We're going to support them in their decisions and in everything they do. Today, Norman teachers took a knee in support. The city's mayor tweeting her outrage. And from a state lawmaker... Were you surprised when you heard that language? I wasn't. Um, I was. I was. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was very frustrating that that some of that's been so normalized, and particularly on the issue of kneeling. Tonight, the Norman Tigers are back on the court. This time, both teams taking a knee. One player summed up the events, saying simply, "This is why we kneel." So, of course, as news is making its rounds, people are understandably outraged and pissed off and frustrated but what really poured gasoline onto this fire was the explanation of the announcer who was caught making this racist outburst he says during the norman high school girls basketball game against midwest city i made inappropriate and racist comments believing that the microphone was off however let me state immediately that is no excuse such comments should have ever been uttered he said in a statement I have not only embarrassed and disappointed myself, I have embarrassed and disappointed my family and friends. In an attempt to offer an explanation, Rowan, his name, said that his diabetes would sometimes cause him to say hurtful comments. He went on to say, I will state that I suffer type 1 diabetes and during the game my sugar was spiking. While not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. I do not believe that I would have made such horrible statements absent my sugar spiking. So, do we believe that Mr. Rowan 
is genuine or is he full of shit? Let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, yeah, apparently in a new study, diabetes can cause racism. So, <laughs> man, he that dude so full of shit. <laughs> I was like, what? So, of course, Craig just had to had to go out. What is battery dot? Yeah, that's what was about to happen to mine. But I got time to talk about that one. Like, oh. like that was that guy was like his diabetes made him call them niggers on it. <laughs> so yeah. So for those who are listening who who didn't watch the video, basically. Uh, this high school announcer, high school girls basketball tournament announcer, not affiliated with either either of the schools, was you know live streaming the game. Uh, one of the teams who actually went on to win the state tournament, uh, they were kneeling doing an anthem, and so it just pissed him off. He was like, "They're kneeling, fuck them. I hope they lose, fucking niggers." And so he goes off. Uh, and then he didn't realize the microphone was still on, so. They he, they caught everything, and so he basically said, "Hey, my sugar was spiking. Uh, I have type one diabetes, and it caused me to say hurtful things. And I promise, if my sugar was under control, I wouldn't have said that at all." So I'm just like, "What? What is?" <laughs> wow! I, I can't deal with these people, man. And I'm just like, "Well, I hate Craig had to go, but yeah, that, that, that's that's in his state right there in the great state of Oklahoma." So. Uh, but that's twice that the, the teacher who, who said there should be a white history month was an Oklahoma teacher. So what's going on in Oklahoma right well, now? That's why I said I want to see what Craig is saying. What's going yeah. on in Oklahoma? So, but nah, nah he, he dipped out before he could give give a take. That's all that was. He dipped out. <laughs> nah, but, but that's just absolutely ridiculous, man. Like, um, but of course, you know, the backlash so far is you know, the company he works for were were uh ousted and they brought in another company to uh facilitate the live streaming and all that type of stuff but you know matt rowan is his name i don't know exactly what else has happened to him but that was absolutely crazy to just be like oh it's just my diabetes was spiking i just you know i turned into a racist you know so basically you you, you know that sneakers commercial was like you know you're not you when you're hungry grab a sneaker yeah. so basically it's like okay so when, when you're hungry when you need some sugar, and, and you know you you turn racist. So, <laughs> so just, but that's it, man. Look, man, it's it's uh we're right over an hour and a half, and you know we we can keep going. But yeah, we can keep uh, going. Listen, y'all, if you're listening, uh, you know, thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, I am your boy Dante Credo with my brothers from another Big E, Craig Max, in his regards, and y'all help us out, help us grow. You know, I, I think from what I what I've been told as far as the feedback that I get, you know, this is uh y'all y'all tend y'all like the content, y'all like the platform and things of that nature, and, and we should have a bit more exposure, but we can't do that without your help. So, you know, share this to your friends, send them to the YouTube channel at Talk My Credo, send them to any of the listening platforms that they like to listen to, Spotify, Amazon, Apple. Google, whatever, just share the content, help us grow. Uh, and any comments, questions, concerns, send that email to talkmycredo at gmail.com. And once again, this is Dante Credo on behalf of Big E, Craig Mack. 
Yes, Thank sir. Y'all for listening in, and we're gonna be back next week to talk some more shit. So, <laughs> till Great next time, y'all take care, and again, spend y'all money wisely, and don't kill each other over fourteen hundred dollars, please. Don't Excuse do that. Seven hundred dollars. Yeah, seven hundred dollars. Don't kill each other over seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. Don't do it. All right. So let's keep growing, keep building, stay positive, and until next time, peace. peace.